All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is Thursday, the 1st of October and the last working day of the week, at least for the markets. A lot of you will have heard this already, but it is the big talking point heading into the weekend. The Ministry of Home Affairs last evening released guidelines for Unlock 5.0. This comes at a time when the pace of addition of COVID-19 infections has fallen, but at the same time, with over 80,000 fresh cases in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, we're still adding new cases at the highest rate for any country in the world. According to the latest guidelines by the Home Ministry, schools can reopen, but attendance is not mandatory, and multiplexes and cinema halls can open with up to 50% capacity from the 15th of October. States and union territories can take a decision on opening of schools, colleges, education and coaching institutions according to the guidelines. They have been asked to prepare their own SOPs on health and safety precautions. In containment zones, the guidelines said that the lockdown will continue to be implemented strictly till the 31st of October. States have been asked to not impose any local lockdown outside of these zones. By the way, Maharashtra has its own list of what's allowed and what's not. For example, hotels and bars will be allowed to operate at not more than 50% capacity from the 5th of the month. More details are available on the website BloombergQuint.com, so do check them out. There's news on the economy. India's fiscal deficit reached 109% of the full-year target in the first five months of the ongoing financial year as the coronavirus pandemic continued to be a drag on the government's finances. The fiscal deficit stood at 8.7 lakh crore rupees during the April to August period. In the same period last year, it had stood at 79% of the target. A widening deficit generally prompts thoughts of higher market borrowing by the government. But India has retained its market borrowing target at 12 lakh crore for the ongoing financial year. The government's market borrowing for the October to March period would be 4.34 lakh crore or about 36% of the total borrowing that is slated for the year according to Economic Affairs Secretary Tarun Bajaj. This would be done through 16 weekly auctions of 27,000 to 28,000 crore rupees per week. Meanwhile, India saw a record high current account surplus, a rarity for this economy in the April to June quarter as a sharp drop in local demand led to sharper fall in imports compared to exports. The quarter also saw net portfolio and foreign direct investment flows slow to a trickle, while remittances from foreign workers fell. The current account surplus stood at $19.8 billion in the April to June quarter, compared with a surplus of $0.6 billion in the preceding quarter. In other news, Vedanta, Jindal Steel and Power, Adani Enterprises, Hindalco Industries, GSW Steel and National Aluminium Company or NALCO 
The bids will now be evaluated by a technical evaluation committee and qualified bidders will be shortlisted to participate in electronic auctions to be held on the 19th of October. In international markets, equities in Asia got off to a slow start today as an exchange outage in Japan and numerous markets shut for holidays meant a subdued beginning to the year's final quarter. Earlier in the US, markets ended higher with the Dow gaining 1.2% and the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq ending higher by 0.8 and 0.7% respectively. And with that, it's over to Hormus Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. It's likely to be a busy session, Hormus. How are we likely to end the week? Good morning, Alex. Good morning, listeners. And the final trading day of the truncated week is set to be an action-packed one with plenty of stocks that are going to be in focus today. New investments continue into Reliance Retail. Silver Lake has made its second investment in the retail venture, this time investing a sum of 1,875 crore rupees. Silver Lake now holds 2.13% stake in Reliance Retail after making a combined investment of nearly 9,400 crore rupees. Auto stocks will be reporting their sales figures for the month of September. Factory gate shipments of automakers have risen between 12 to 80% as compared to the previous month, according to research reports from Namura, MK and Dollar Capital. From auto stocks to pharma stocks, and we have three of them in focus today. Lupin has launched the Lapatinib tablets after its alliance partner Natco Pharma received the final approval for this breast cancer drug from the US FDA. Natco Pharma was the first applicant for this ANDA with a paragraph 4 certification according to its press release. So watch out for the reaction in both these stocks. And the third pharma stock in focus will be Newland Laboratories which has raised its first commercial invoice from its Unit 3 which is a multi-product facility and has five production blocks to manufacture advanced intermediates and APIs. The government has cut prices of natural gas by 25% to $1.79 per MMBTU. The new prices would be effective today onwards. The new pricing is the lowest seen in a decade. Watch out for the reaction in stocks like ONGC and Oil India, along with city gas distributors like IGL, MGL and tile companies like Kajaria. On to banks now and Punjab National Bank has reported a borrowal fraud of over 1200 crore rupees in the NPA account of Syntex Industries. The bank said that it has already made provisions worth 215 crore rupees as per the prescribed norms. And also watch for Dhanlakshmi Bank where shareholders have voted against the appointment of Sunil Gurbaksani as the lender's MD and CEO. Gurbaksani was appointed as the MD and CEO of the bank in February this year after he received a three-year term from the RBI. This is the second such instance of shareholders voting out the bank's top management just a week after the events that took place at Lakshmi Vilas Bank. Also watch for Moil, which has raised prices of all grades of ferro, SMGR grades, fines and chemical grades by 7.5% as compared to the previous month. The price hikes are effective today onwards. And as Alex spoke about the new unlocking guidelines earlier in the piece, watch out for Inox Leisure, PVR and hotel stocks. Let's now bring you IPO updates from the second day of bidding. Musgaon Dock Shipbuilders has seen an overall subscription of 7.5 times, wherein the retail portion has been subscribed over 15.5 times. Institutional and non-institutional subscription too has been close to 3 and 5 times respectively. 
Likita Infra's IPO issue has been subscribed 3.1 times so far. The retail portion here has been subscribed close to 7.5 times. And UTI AMC's IPO is yet to be fully subscribed even after the second day of bidding. The issue has seen overall subscription of 0.8 times so far. Lastly, two out of the three IPOs of last week, Chemcon Specialty Chemicals and Computer Age Management Services or CAMS will be listing on the bourses today. Chemcon's issue was subscribed 150 times while the IPO of CAMS saw subscription of 47 times. Some stocks that I would like to highlight from Wednesday's session and cannot not mention BPCL. The stock ended at a four-month low, declining 9% after the date for submitting the expression of interest for the company was extended yet again. Naveen Florine ended at an all-time high on Wednesday with gains of over 5%. The stock ended higher for the fourth straight day, the most in nearly two months. And Avenue Supermarts, which also gained for the fourth straight day and has also closed above its 200-day moving average with gains of over 3%. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicate that the index trades 75 points higher around the mark of 11,330. As of closing on Wednesday, both Sensex and the Nifty are up nearly 2% for the week, courtesy very little movement in the markets over the last two days. Do log in to BloombergQuint.com and read our all-you-need-to-know copy to keep yourself abreast of all the happenings ahead of the day's trade. That's all from me this truncated week. I wish you all a happy weekend and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Ormus. And as always, thank you all for listening in. That's all we have for you on this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website, BloombergQuint.com. So don't forget to check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Thursday and an amazing weekend. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 